The Pinball Network is online. Launching Triple Drain Pinball Podcast. All right, boys. Travis, are you ready? I just told you five seconds ago. I'm emotionally and physically exhausted. You got to wait for the button. Oh, whatever. All right. Did you hit the button? We're five seconds in, and I'm already. Oh, you're already worn me out. (laughs) We already worn me out. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Let me put on my show face. I'm doing great, Joel. Let's get this going right now. Oh boy, Uh, Tom, you ready? Oh hell yeah! See, there you go, Travis. That's genuine. All right, here we go. That's fair. We're three guys who like to talk and ball, so we came up with a clever name. We're Joel and Travis Scott who talk and ball, and we call ourselves Triple Drain, Triple Drain, Triple Drain. We're Triple, Triple Drain, Triple Drain, Triple Drain. You want to say Okay, yep. Welcome, everybody. Hello, hello. Um... Yeah, I feel like I should just apologize right off the bat. There's a uh, again. I, well, I am I am sick. I am going to be muting multiple times. I have a cough. Thank you to my son. Sick kids in the house. It's just been a joy ride in this house for two weeks. Travis looks just awful. Um, you know his camera. What for? Well, for, for one, your your camera finally turned on. So he, I'm proud of you for actually getting that to turn on. But I'm I kind of wish you would turn back off because you look <laughs> you look terrible, man. Um, I am so tired right now. <laughs> yeah he, but i'm ready uh, though i mean it's showtime now yeah you're the only person the one the three the one of three of us that's like juiced and ready to go is tom graff tom how you <laughs> feeling tonight buddy oh i'm feeling great yeah do you have a pepsi right before you started or oh diet do oh boy oh, i'm gonna boy. be up all night up all night ready to go <laughs> dude tom is pumped Woo! Okay, calm down, Tom. All right, okay. so <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm gonna get coughing. Here we go. I'm muting already. No, um, well, yeah. Well, thank you, boys. Thanks for being on tonight. Um, well, thanks for a- having us, Joel. Oh, you're so welcome. You know, there's no two other people I'd rather do this with. So, <laughs> episode 18. Um, first off, I'd have to say thanks. Uh, we got a lot of feedback on the last episode. Apparently, making fun of you know Travis's fashion choices is a hot thing. I mean, we should. It, it was well received. So, um, you know, Travis, oh, yeah. I know, I know yeah. it was entirely at your expense, but, um, you never backed down. You were fully comfortable in what you're wearing. And, um, the one disappointing thing was I heard you didn't wear it on the plane and you didn't wear it to the next tournament. So you've already done a tournament without the comfy. That's a lose or a fail. It got confiscated at the airport. Why? <laughs> There's why? no, that's not true. I don't, I don't work for the TSA, Joel. I they can't tell you why. They don't give me any answers. I know you still have your comfy and you did share photos of your children apparently found your comfy. Oh, and yeah, we're wearing that is true. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got trolled hard yeah. about that. That's pretty great. So I don't know to any of the listeners out there. I don't know if any of you guys bought a comfy after, you know, how clearly we sold it well. Um, oh, Travis is reacting. Did somebody, three people, you know? Three. Three. Okay. I, I need to have like an Amazon affiliate link <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> to the comfy. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, if they weren't so expensive, they're like 50 bucks. But if that was something that, uh, well, you know. I mean, just sacrifice three gallons of gas. It'll be fine. Three, three gallons of gas. Well, what I was saying is like we should give one away and like put a triple drain logo on the back. But, you know, that's going to that's going to add up pretty quick. And, uh, you know, when I look at the income that, that this podcast has made, I don't think we have the money to do that. So. You know, that's fine. Does this, Travis uh, realize that's the back of your head? 
Like you well, know hey, where the you camera know, is, right? You were complaining earlier, so I'm just going to get comfortable now. <laughs> he is, Tom, you've known Travis a lot longer than I have, and I, yes. you know, I I have a lot of respect for you for lasting this long. He's well, thank you. He's something. Hey, but hey, Joel, have yeah. you ever watched Saved by the Bell? No, I'm I'm definitely <laughs> too young ne- for that. Show. Are you, you saying Joel wa- is Screech? <laughs> no, I don't. No. I, was gonna, no. I was gonna ask him if he's ever heard that song "Friends Forever" from, oh. from "Saved by the Bell." Neither one of you have heard that before. No, no, we. I think we have I've friends. seen every episode oh of "Saved yeah. by the Bell" too. Yeah, and you we, you don't remember that song at all? No. Where mm. Zach imagines that there's some like famous rock band, and literally their hit song is "Friends Forever." No. You know. Part of me was going to say, hey, if any, if any of the listeners, episode. if any of the listeners have heard that song, feel free to email us. But the truth is, I don't want you to. I want Travis to actually feel like he's the odd one out. So everybody hey, play dumb. You've never heard it. I, it's a it's a poor and bad reference. I'm just but. dropping nuggets right now of the <laughs> next pinball machine coming out. <laughs> oh, wow. OK, OK. Saved by the bell. You heard All it right. here first. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and look at our list. So, yes, follow up. Uh, yeah, last episode. It was a good time. We laughed a lot. It sounds like a lot of other people laughed. That was great. I'm glad. I, I don't know. Did I think we did talk some pinball in there, but, I mean, the majority of that podcast was just making fun of Travis, which I'm fine with. I think it was great. So, um, I Travis wearing a black T-shirt right now, so I don't, I don't have anything. I don't think really have anything Travis to make fun of Travis just gave Joel a dirty look. Yeah. Yeah, he's tired. Probably turned around. I'm not. I'm not going to give him any ammo at I all today, that. Tom. Like none. Just, just turn the camera off. I don't, yeah. Zero. I'll all right. I don't well, one. Uh, so topic number one. Topic number one. Um, Jill's Jill's just chopping at the bit here. Uh, it's called. I'm trying to move. I'm trying to move us along. Oh, chomping, okay. <laughs> chomping at the bit. We got to start. We got to start somewhere. Tom, here. Tom, you know what it is. Hmm. What? I just got done playing a pro circuit event. You're about to go play an If the Worlds. And what does Joel want to talk about, number one? Guns and Roses. Guns yeah. and Roses, baby. Yeah. It's, my, my pinball life is a lot different than your pinball life. My pinball life is typically me here in my basement playing by myself or on stream. That's what I that's how I experience pinball. And then I read forums and I chat with, you know, you fools and others online. That's my, that's how I experience pinball. I know the two of you guys get on airplanes and go fly around and, and play other people and try to win money. So very different. We're, we're a diverse group that way. Travis drives a lot. I do. <laughs> and, and I do a lot for charity. I mean, this podcast, prime example. What are you? <laughs> do a lot for charity? That's what you hear though. Oh my gosh. All right. Wow, we got we got Mother Teresa over here. Jeez, yeah, God, okay. <laughs> big Papa, Mother Teresa, big, to big you, Papa. Joel. Yeah, God. okay. So, right, GNR. GNR, we got to get Zach, serious, Joel. Yeah. GNR. Zach Mini came. I I streamed for flipping out, and he he picked up Rush and he dropped off GNR. And so I had an opportunity. I've I've owned uh, a Hobbit before, so I've owned a JJP game before, but I've never unboxed one. And I will just say the unboxing experience was really good. Like. I don't know if it's because it was it's an LE, but it's you know all the legs are wrapped individually. The powder coating's really nice. It was packed really well. The thing is just a beast of a game, like a tank of a game. Comes with Invisiglass. I forgot how big the back screen is. Twenty seven inches is no joke. The play field, you lift that up, and it's just like the amount of stuff, the amount of mechs, the amount of crap that's in this game is absurd. And um, it was just one of those like wow. And I set it down. And I know these two can see it, but I have it sitting down right next to my Deadpool Premium. And these two 
games are, you know, now this the value of this Deadpool is they're comparable in value at this point. And it just, to me, it was kind of just, even with the games off, when you're comparing side by side, it's like, holy cow, like there is a ton going on in this JJP. Like there's so much here. There's so much here. Um, and then you turn it on and the light show just like hits you in the face. It just, it's, it's crazy. The light show, especially it's another thing when you're comparing it side by side, like the light show of got Deadpool, which isn't bad. Like the light show of Deadpool is really good, but it doesn't hold a, you know, it like GNR's light show just blows it out of the water. There's no, you can't argue that you can't deny that. Um, and I put a few games on it and, and I've had a really good time. And then I streamed it for the first time last week and having some people in chat, you know, talk me through the game and what to do. To be honest, I had a great time. I had a great time streaming that. And, um, you know, sometimes some of the, some of my first streams of newer games aren't the most fun. And that's because I just don't understand the game or I'm still learning the game. I'm trying to find the things in the game that I appreciate or, you know what, some of these, you know, once you really wrap your head around some of these complex rules, that's where you get deeper into the game and you see, you know, some of these wizard modes and stuff like that. Like GNR kind of just vomits it all at you right at the beginning. And you're just, you just have to take it like you. And, and I don't know, it's the reason I'm bringing all this up is I was surprised with how much fun I had. Like I was surprised early on. I understand I'm still like in the honeymoon phase or maybe I'm still uh, on the shallow end of the pool. Like I barely dove into this game, but I'm having a lot of fun with this game. And I know Tom owns the game. Travis has owned the game and sold it. And I've had a similar conversation with Mike Castleman from the Pinballers um, who he's owned the game and he's sold it. And I'm just, I'm curious how this is going to go for me. Like, am I don't know. It's just like, I will just say the initial impression of this game is, is actually really positive, but yet I still know the overall view of this game is still incredibly um, polarizing. Like some people think this is one of the best games ever made. And other people are like, nah, like it's just, it's all frills. There's nothing to it. You'll hate it. Like, or you'll get bored of it. So I don't know. I'm curious did the two of you guys have like a similar initial experience with the game or did you kind of just cruise right through it? Um, we'll start with Tom just so Travis doesn't, you know. Yeah. Well, Tom, you still own the game. So I still own the game. Yeah. He so still what, owns the game. Doesn't mean I play it. But why? I mean, <laughs> your first week of owning the game, though, I mean, like. What was your or your initial impression? Like, do you remember your initial oh, impression yeah. of the game? I yeah, would, it was freaking awesome. I mean, uh, like you said, the light show and everything. Um, I mean, there's so much to do in the game. I yeah. Mean, what, there's like 20-some songs or whatever. Yep. Um, every, every song is different. Um, and then all of a sudden, you're playing a song and you're doing really well and then you go to the next song and then you have like a hundred million jackpot and then you miss the scoop and then you want to go kick your dog. <laughs> kick your dog. Okay. Pretty accurate actually. Yeah. yeah. Throw one of your kids down the stairs named Neil. So, well, okay. So talking on that, one of the things Mike Castleman said, he goes, he said that was his biggest frustration with the game is you do so much work, so much work to build yeah. because 
the game is kind of in two phases. You kind of have like a song prep phase where you have to qualify the seven band members. But at that same time, you can be locking balls that you will then take into the song. So it's almost like you have to do all this prep work. Then you start the song and the song is going to continue until you drain everything out. And unless you cash out at the right time, if you push your luck too far and you drain out, all of that's gone. Like all of it's gone. And that's what Mike was like. I hate that. He goes, you do so much work that he's like, at least give me like a quarter of my points or even half of my points. Like give me something. But for it all to be gone, he just hated that. And um, I don't know if you guys agree with that or not. Yeah. I mean, but it's that risk reward thing. I mean, that's the big thing. I mean, if you, if you can do the thing, you're going to get all the, all the reward things. for it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know. So, but is that the, I mean, so are you saying right now your distaste or, or you, you know, you've, you've kind of lost some of your initial love of the game just due to that, like the risk reward, it's too much or it's too much. It's burned no, you too not many necessarily. times. I, I, it's, it's the constant multi-ball. I think that yeah. really like makes me not want to play it that much. Sure. Okay. I, to me, it's a fun game. It's a fun, you shoot it with your friends kind of party game. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's fun to play by yourself too, but it, it's just, it, it's not the same as other games. Like, I don't yeah. consider it a tournament game, which, let's be honest, that's, that's, that's what you're all about. A big, well, not all about, but it's a big part of it. Sure. So okay. to me, it kind of doesn't have that, uh, one more game type of feel. Okay. So Travis, why, like, how did your family react to the game initially? Or how did you react to the game? And then why is it gone? Like, why uh, Well, it? I mean, pretty much my entire family really enjoyed the game. I mean, my kids really enjoyed it. My wife really enjoyed it. And, you know, I, I enjoyed it to a certain extent in a home environment. Yeah. Now in a arcade environment, not so much just because just, for reasons that we talked about in the past, not being able to hear the music as much, yep. the sounds, the call out, so on and so forth. Um, for me personally, just as a tournament player, when I'm playing pinball, I I tend to really get zeroed in on the shots and I tend to get really zeroed in on rule sets and I tend to really get zeroed in on this is my path to doing the thing. Yeah. And so with GNR, there becomes clear a couple of paths towards really doing the thing and blowing up the game entirely. But I mean, overall, it's just, it's one of those things that if you're at home and you just like flipping away and you really don't mind too much about what all's going on in terms of score or anything like that, I think guns and roses, people are going to have fun on it. If, because there, there is a lot of things close to the start button and that just goes into as much multi-ball that is there. For me personally, just with my play style and what what I enjoy out of pinball, it's not something that I necessarily enjoy right. out of a game. And it's not something that would make me keep coming back to it even once or twice a week. And so that's one of the main reasons why I ultimately ended up playing it, got done with it, moved on from it. Sure. But when it came to my wife and my kids, they loved it because, you know, I mean, like, let's take um, Ninja Turtles, for instance, right? One of the big selling points of it, or I say one of the big quote unquote selling points of it, 
is Donatello having that turtle power multi-ball right there yep, with just one, one shot. shot to the right yep. ram. Right. And so basically, as soon as you hit start in Guns and Roses, you're going to have a lot of ample opportunity to get things going early on, which for a lot of players, that could mean a lot of positive things. And for a lot of other people that don't necessarily like that kind of thing to where it just feels like multi-balls are just falling out of the sky, it's understandable. And a lot of the reason why it feels like that as well is because of the light show, because of how loud the game is. It's like there's just so much going on in there. It almost feels like that the actual pinball itself is a backdrop to the music in the light show. Okay. And that's what it kind of felt like for me. It didn't feel like that pinball was necessarily at the beginning, but at the same time, that that's just how I feel about it. That doesn't mean that that's a bad thing because obviously it's sold really well. A lot of people really enjoy the experience. And that's why I was telling you, Joel, before that when you were asking me GNR or Star Wars, I told you immediately GNR and I'm a Star Wars fan and I had a Star Wars. And that's just because certain people really are, they adapt to different types of games and you could tell what they enjoy. And that's the great thing about pinball is there's different types of pins out there for different likes, for different things that people enjoy playing. And I think GNR happens to be just one of those games that if somebody wants a game that's going to have a lot of things close to the start button, is going to be loud, it's going to be in your face, it's going to have a light show the entire time, I mean, that's going to be the game for you. I I agree with all of that. And that's... So, a few of my takeaways. One, I have played this game before. I've played it on location at least three times. And... Having it here in my house, it is a completely different experience, completely different experience. And it's part of it's because I'm able to play with my lights off. I'm able to play with the music set at a volume I want or on all the LEs. They have a headphone adapter built in. It's it's by default. So if you go to an arcade and there's Bluetooth, if you go to an arcade, pull out your Bluetooth headphones or take some headphones with you and plug it in. And it's just a night and day experience. And, I, but I've, I've said that we've had the same conversation about any of our pins. Like I add headphone ad- uh, adapters to all my pins, just because the moment you can plug in and you just, and hear all the audio, like perfectly clear, it, it just amplifies the immersion that you're going to get in the game. Personally, that's my view. And so audio wise, awesome. Being able to control the lighting in the pin is awesome. I do have to give a plug. There's a guy that sent me, He um, his website is Cheap Drains with a Z. He sent me the GNR Hyperlights. Pinmonk Victor actually hooked me up. He connected me with him and he said, hey, if you're streaming this game, I'm going to send you these. And basically it's four LED strips, two on the back box and two under the pin, pinball machine that replicate the same light show that the CE version of the game gives you. And so now with my lights off, getting these crazy RGB lights on the back wall and on the carpet, it's just like the overall immersion in this game is unbelievable. It's it's incredibly good, especially when you put the headphones on where you're just rocking out and just like the light show is absurd. Um, I will say, I mean, this 27 inch monitor is awesome, but when I'm playing the game, I never look at it. But the one monitor I am looking at is the monitor in the back of the play field. And yeah, that monitor a cool, cool addition. Oh, it's it's so helpful because it's always telling you what to do. It's always saying what shot you need to be doing at any time. And my dad actually had come over and I showed him this game and like, you know, he hit the start button and it looks like a spotlight announcing Guns N' Roses. Like you could tell he was already kind of getting a smile on his face. And then I start kind of showing him what he needs to do. And what's brilliant is he's flipping away, drains ball one. 
Well, to get into a song, you have to qualify all seven band members. Well, if you don't qualify any on ball one, when you start ball two, I think they give you two or three of them. If you still haven't qualified enough band members by ball three, they just give them to you. So yeah. by ball three, all all anybody has to do to experience a song is hit the scoop right in the middle. That's it. And the fact that they kind of put in the training wheels and they're, they're like, okay, clearly this has to be somewhat of a novice playing. We're already on ball three. They haven't accomplished anything. I'm going to give them the song. So that's all my dad had to do is hit the song. Then he was able to pick what song he wanted to do and then just rock out. And and he drained like four or five times in the first 10 or 15 seconds, but they kept giving him his ball back because the game was smart enough to realize like this is a novice, like let the person enjoy the, the game for a little bit. And when I was able to point that out, I'm like that monitor right there is telling you what you need to do right now. He's like, that's awesome. And after the game ended, he's like, well, I'd have to say that light show is amazing. But the fact that there's a monitor telling me exactly what I need to do at any given moment, like that is huge for him, like as a novice, like that's his kind of biggest frustration with some of these other games I've let him play is he has no idea what he needs to do. And so, I don't know, it's really just kind of opened my eyes to like, do you think JJP is, you know, they don't have Keith Owen, they don't have Raymond Davidson, they don't have Tim Sexton, like they don't have... And I'm not downplaying the skill level of the JJP employees. No, but it's they, just like, they, they have tournament players there. I mean, they have Joe Katz. They have yeah. Keith Johnson. Keith Johnson. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's they, they have good players, but it's, I just don't know if they're, if they are designing their games, like how much, how much of a priority is it that their games are competitive games or or balanced in a competitive way because i don't really think i've seen any of jjp's games used competitively dialed um, in dialed in was i mean i i it's actually I don't know. it's actually I mean, a, a world <laughs> are going to oh, be used in, in the tournament. there's a couple yeah. every now and again dialed in is the main one and i think wonka was used at pinberg in 2019 in the final i remember bank. that which yeah, it but, was shortly after Wonka came out because I remember thinking right. like, oh, I, I'm going to see Wonka played a little bit. But it's just like, I think, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of Stern games, people are highly, highly critical. Turtles is a perfect example of score balancing. Like, oh, the game is blah, blah, blah. But the scores, it's just, and maybe it's because they're way more common. People play them a lot more in tournaments. Sternaments are a thing. But like, I just yeah. don't feel like, People are so critical with JJP when it comes to scoring and rules and code. Like, I don't are, are JJPs. Am I just oblivious? Like, am I just now realizing this that JJP games are kind of their own? Like, they're kind of a different animal entirely. Or, I mean, or is that the goal? I mean, if you're talking from a tournament player standpoint or a point of view, I I know that the majority of talk about it is just that the scoring is just a little bit different since it's lower scoring usually and i mean regardless either way i mean if a game's in a tournament it's in a tournament we all try to figure out how to play it and how to score regardless so i mean it's just it's one of those things that yeah it's kind of its own thing it's kind of a little bit different when you see see the way that the scoring is but i don't know i don't feel like to me when i look at gnr i don't see tournament pin and that's okay I don't think every single pin needs to be for competitive play. I think pinball can just be just that, just pinball. Because the majority yep. of people that play pinball, they don't play tournaments. I mean, tournaments yeah. is still very much 
a niche thing. The competitive player is a niche thing on its own. The traveling competitive player is a very niche thing. That's just the reality of it. I mean, and there's a reason why, like where Tom's going that right now, I think it's what the top 64 for worlds. I mean, think about that. And that's over thousands of people that play and the vast majority of them, even though they play in a tournament, let's face facts here. It's very casual of what they're doing. I mean, it's drink three or three or four, or maybe even five beers, play a strikes tournament, have some fun. And that's usually what it is for lots of people. So I don't think necessarily that JJP really has to worry too much about that. But, you know, I I think I do remember, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I could have swore when the GNR was first, I guess, debuted on, um, what was it? Buffalo pinball. Yeah. I could have swore I heard Joe Katz mention that this is geared or something in it. It's geared towards being in tournaments or he spoke briefly about it. So I obviously I think it was probably on their minds. I mean, Keith Johnson, he a tremendous tournament player. He's a great yeah. player himself. And, you know, he does rule sets for these. So, I mean, they've got a, a lot of a lot of experience over there and a lot of high level experience. It's just it, to me, it's just a different way of approaching pinball. And this is what they've chosen to approach for it. And whether or not it works for competitive play, the reality is, is that the game sold very well mm-hmm. and they're on an upward trajectory. Now the question is, can they keep producing games at a good clip to keep selling them? That's, that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. Yeah. And this, this LE is, is number 3,212. So I know, I think they said they're going to make 5,000 of these. And I think Zach told me that they're kind of on final calls, you know, for distributors, like place your orders kind of thing. So I, I, I think they're going to make all 5,000 of them. I mean, I don't know. Stern never releases their numbers, but like 5,000 games sounds like a lot of games. Um, so they've sold and they've sold well. Um, it just, to me, it was one of those, I, the majority of people that I know that own JJP games, it, it's they're rarely on location or uh, it's like, I rarely see them on location and I rarely see them in tournaments. So it seems like the majority of owners, they just, they're in homes, they're homeowners. And mm-hmm. GNR, you know, is this a game that a lot of pinball, you know, fanatics own kind of like Tom obviously owns one, or is this like how many GNR fans did they get? And this is their one pin. And I mean, if you're a non pinball player and you're a huge GNR fan, like this, this pin would look incredible in the corner of your office, just going nuts with the light show and everything. Um, and I don't know, to me, what I found is typically when I play, when I stream, I'll play a game for two hours, but if I'm going to play pinball and I'm not streaming, I'll fire the games up and I'm only going to put one or two games on it. Like I just kind of want quick, immediate satisfaction. And I will tell you, you know, like Deadpool, I can find that and hitting a few shots because the shots feel awesome. I had that same feeling with Godzilla, you know, ripping certain shots. Like, I don't know, like turtles pisses me off most of the time, but I still like it when I hit my thing. And then like TNA, like it'll, as soon as I blow something, even if I only blow up one reactor in a quick game, like I still feel like I achieved something. GNR though, it's just like, it's such immediate, like, even if I suck in ball one and two, I'm still going to be able to get to a song. I'm going to just experience that and, and have a good time. Um, but I am aware, like when I'm in a song, I'm just flailing away. And I have no, I, I had a few comments cause Zach posted my stream afterwards. And there was a few people that said that, like, it seems like you're just flailing away a multi-ball the whole time. And it's like, well, the secret's out. I kind of am, you know, uh, <laughs> because 
you I are. Think, like, and that's and that's probably the biggest knock on the game. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I really like the game. Um, but that's that's the big knock on it. Yeah. yeah the, I, I still remember so one of my friends that's a non pinball person got to play one because I guess somebody local had bought one. And it was funny because they texted me and they're like, Hey, I'm playing this game, but I'm not quite sure what's going on because I think it's malfunctioning. I'm like, okay, well, what are you talking about? Just show me a video of it. And of course they showed a video as GNR. He's like, it just keeps spitting out balls and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, no, that's, that's how it goes. And you know, it, it, that's obviously a creative decision. And yeah. I think for what it is, I, I don't think it's not necessarily a bad decision. You know, I mean, because it's the only the only gripe that I have about it is that it somewhat feels like that the rule set was meant for a different layout to me, just because basically with the way that the layout is, because you do have that scoop right in the middle, right? You do have some ramps that are pretty close to the flipper on the left hand side. Yeah, it, it kind of feels like it's not necessarily a classic fan layout. So that's my big gripe about it is that it feels like there's so many multi balls and because of where that plunge goes to, it comes right back down to the flippers in the middle of the play field. It just feels like there's a lot of action happening in that lower third of the game yeah. and that it's just total chaos the entire time. And I think that's just my main gripe about it, that maybe if the play field was a little bit more wide open, maybe kind of like a Godzilla type layout to where it's very open in the middle right there. Maybe yep. that would have allowed for the flow of shots and allowed for some breathing room with that. I don't know. Maybe I would have felt differently about that, but that's, that's just kind of my issue with it. But that being said, <laughs> other people, they Travis's love it. videos out. Of course it is. Why not? Why not? Might as well be. Joel, are you really sick? What's I'm going dying, on here? man? No, yes. No, my, I told you I have a, I have a sick kid and it, you know, when you have sick children, children, it's just a few days later, you're going to be sick. That's just right. how it goes. So. He's got oh, yeah. COVID. They, I, I'm going to go get a mask on. No, we've, <laughs> we've definitely I, I played like that. How Joel's yeah. like, I have a sick kid, but I'm here doing the podcast with you guys. I mean, I have a <laughs> priorities. Yeah, the kid's asleep. I don't have to, you know, nurse him to health right now. Like he's good. He's fine. I have a mute button. I just, just don't make me laugh. So, you know, if gotcha. your camera freaking worked, we we want to have a problem here. But it does work. Look, I, I'm look. sorry, I, I cut you off. My cough cut you off, Travis. You were clearly saying something important. Nope. nope I'm good. Okay. I'm back. Good. All right. Yep. yep. So I don't know. I, I all I'm saying is it's just I've had a very strange. Travis is back. Everybody, yay. Um, I've just had a very weird like feeling about it, and, and I'm like I am enjoying this game way more than I thought I would. Like way more than I thought I would. And so many people, pinball media included, have just like kind of bashed this game or said like, yeah, you know, like some I, I read somewhere it was like it's kind of like the hot chick at the bar, you know, like super attractive. You think they're all great. You take them home. You have a great one night stand or something. And then you realize she has no personality. Like that's kind of the way they describe GNR. And I'm just like, I'm I don't I'm OK. Like. I don't know. Well, this we game just is lost giving... our lady viewers. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Joel. Hey, I didn't write it. I read it. Is that that's not a? And I said defense. viewers. I meant listener. Yeah, Joel's yeah, like yeah. this. Ain't no one night stand. I'm I guess well, long term. She's right got now. me coming. Yeah, she's got me coming back for more. Guns I... and Roses is not a whore. <laughs> that's the takeaway. Um, Yes, it's a. I don't know. It's a fun game, but it to to relate it to your comment, Tom. It gives me immediate and quick satisfaction every time I play it. Okay, you know, 
and uh Guns yeah. And yeah yeah it's i i'm enjoying it and i i'm curious how many weeks and and i'll definitely follow up on this you know in a few weeks or a month and when i have to give it back to zach i don't know if i'll be bummed like oh no don't take it away or be like okay i've had you know, I had my cheap thrills. I don't know, but I mean, that breakup's going to come pretty soon, Joel. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the one night stand's got to end of it. One night stand. <laughs> yeah. No, she may be moving in. I don't know, but I'll, <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's it's crazy to me because I I really enjoy Deadpool and I've had a ton of fun with Deadpool. But when I look at the two sitting next to each other, and it's like these are the same, like these are worth the same amount of money. You know, it's like I'm getting a lot of satisfaction out of GNR. And I will tell you, the few people that have come over have really enjoyed GNR, like really enjoyed it. And if my collection is always kind of trying to find a way, I saw Tom's eyes light up. Yes, I'm passing no, her around, man. Took, We're all yeah, taking our turn. You took you know? Guns and Roses in and you're yeah. going to get Godzilla back. I know it. I, I, well, that's, yeah. So that's where it's it's this i never thought did nothing wrong to you joel it sure didn't and i've never thought i'd be in this position in the hobby where it's just like it's like you're never satisfied with your lineup like you have games you love but you don't want to give any of them away but there's so many good games like there's other games out there you want to and it's i put a ring on all mine joel i'm (laughs) satisfied okay yeah (laughs) So I don't know. I, I will just say my initial impressions. I'm enjoying GNR. This is something like, feel free to write in, tripledrain at gmail.com. Like, do you agree? Is GNR way better than people realize? Or like, is this a slow your horse, Joel? Like, it's great for the first week. But trust me, you're going to... I don't know. I'm just curious to see what people's opinions are. But it does... You do know what the opinions are going to be, right? It's going to be a mixed bag. It'll be Exactly. We, yeah. we already know. I mean, it's been out for a couple of years. It's going to be yeah. a mixed bag. You just happen to be... The last horse to this race right now is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I'm just now, yes, I'm just now getting a taste of this. And I, 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 I don't know. My initial review of this when I first played it at Zach's place, whatever, two years ago, was that the plunge was super weak. And what's funny is my wife actually put a game on this. I was playing video games with my daughter and my wife's like, hey, something's wrong with your flipper. I was like, what? And she goes, the flipper, something's wrong with it. I was like, one, you mean the plunger? She goes, yeah, that's it. The plunger. She goes, feels like it's broken. <laughs> I was like, no, that's the plunger. Like that's is what it is. She goes, oh, well, that's not very, that doesn't feel very good. Like my mom, my, my mom. Wow. Ugh. My wife, <laughs> that, that, would not, that is not the slip up you want to make guys. <laughs> yeah. My oh, wife, thank my. God Nicole doesn't listen to this, but um, my Look how wife. red Joel is. Instantly. Oh, just, yeah. My, how is your mom doing there, Joel? My wife, my, my, my mom is doing great. My mom is fantastic. My mom also does my wife, not. My mom, my mom, my, my wife. God, that, that was, that was not the mistake to make her on, amongst uh, you two. Uh, um, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Like she doesn't care about pinball at all, but the fact that she even hated the plunge, I thought was kind of funny, but, um, I don't well so the other thing I want to talk about though is I the being that I've enjoyed GNR this much I actually am still like I'm getting excited for Toy Story. Toy Stories are at least rumored Toy Story just because like JJP kills it with Light Show and I hope to god the Hot Rails are in it and the Hot Rails like sell Don't. me so much Why what this isn't on our production list I, it's a quick comment. I, I okay. see. Number one, Joel yeah, yeah. wants to shill GNR. GNR. Yes. What does number That's, two say? I'm not to number two yet. I'm almost there. <laughs> I'm just ending this conversation. I'm wrapping it up in a bow, okay. which I'm just saying, I've okay, enjoyed this enough 
that it's like, this has given me such a fun experience with the light show and the music and everything that Mm -hmm. if they can still, if they can bring that into toy story, but give me somewhat, maybe more of a linear code set or something like that. I I'm eager. I'm eager to see what toy story is going to be. And, um, and will a JJP game end up in my small lineup? Maybe, I don't know, but, um, a thumbs up for me so far. Thumbs up for me on GNR. If you haven't played one, try to find one in your area. If you're going to go play one, grab a pair of headphones and plug in and rock out. Have a good time. End is, of number is Toy one. Story? Is is it coming out soon? I don't know. Is I hope it's pen? soon. Yes, that's the rumor next is, pin. Is that, is that Hopefully it's soon. Yes. Is that, do you know who's designing that? What's, what's uh, that? Your mom. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> number two, number two, what I wrote was I wrote Gomez interview and um, there's another podcast, the super awesome pinball show. It's a great podcast. Um, yes, that's perfect. That's a perfect, that's a perfect segue there, Tom. Uh, the super awesome pinball podcast. It's a uh, Christian line. Um, Christopher Franchi, and then they just got a new host. Um, crap, I don't remember the guy's name. Do you guys know? He was, he was I don't a, think that's his name. What? Crap. Said, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. His Tom, jokes, can I have the Tom. soundboard again, please? His, don't. No, the other button. That wah, wah, bah, bam. No, oh. that's not. Okay, we're done. Ah, we're there, do- we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Just label that. Go ahead and label that, uh, Travis. But Why can't we play that right after Jeff, Joel got his Je- mom and Jeff? his wife confused? <laughs> we don't know. We do not need this podcast to be all about the soundboard. It's not needed. Uh, I don't we remember. I'm so about sorry. Super awesome pinball show, though. Yes, super we awesome pinball show. Produce the hell show. out of this now. Let's go. <laughs> oh Lord, we're trying. Um, okay, so. Um, I don't remember. I'm sorry. I, I, the, the third co-host is new and he did a great job. I just don't remember his name, but anyways, I thought they only had two. Did no, they, get a third they one? just got a third one. Um, okay. so they're, they just released two podcasts and it was basically, it was a George Gomez interview split into two parts. I would highly suggest people listen to this because anytime George Gomez is on a podcast, like the guy just talks and I think he shares stuff that he's probably not supposed to share, but he just shares it anyways. And as a listener, I really appreciate that. So there was a few exclusives he shared. I don't. I didn't write them down. I don't remember them off the top of my head. But um, uh, one of the things that he did share was that Steve Ritchie. Steve Ritchie was in the middle of designing a game. Steve Ritchie left to go to JJP. And uh, so what we've heard is they have completely scrapped everything that Steve Ritchie did. And George Gomez is taking on that project. So... George Gomez is designing another game. It is going to be what Steve Ritchie was working on. So I think this has been mentioned before, but does that excite you guys? Like, I, I don't know. Uh, is George it, Gomez play, designing a it game? It excites that me that time? it's public knowledge now, and we can actually say the quiet part out loud. So that's well, pretty awesome. Go. I like yeah. George did, Gomez games. Did he say how many flippers the game he has? He did. That was oh, another can, exclusive. So we can talk about that too? Yes. There yes. is... He that was another thing that he dropped on that podcast that it, it's a three flipper game. It's a three flipper game. And um, when was the last like when I think of George Gomez, I think Deadpool, obviously, I think Monster Bash, even Batman 66. Those are all two flipper games. So what was the last game that he did that was a three flipper game? I mean, the guys, the guy's been around a long time. So this is uh, kind of Beatles. 
Yeah, but he didn't design that. Like he just well, he, he kind of like re he changed some things, right? I mean, he did a very adjusted some things, very small adjustment. But it's just like right. George Gomez Sorry. isn't known. Mr. For Gomez, that. did you hear that? Joel doesn't think you really did much with Beatles. I <laughs> highly doubt George Gomez listens to this podcast. He has much better things to do. But I know he said it was he did some tweaking, so I get it. But I don't know. But a three flipper game does I, that? I think the the only one I can think of off the top of my head besides Beatles would be Corvette. Maybe yeah, Tom said that like I three hours ago. Did yeah. you just say that? Yes. Tom did you really? Quick. Nobody listens to me. I heard did it. I Tom. Just, did I just I was... pull like a Tom from like seven episodes back? <laughs> oh, yes. I don't even. I forget what he said. That was so great. Yeah, it was it something was, about was oh. Uh, right that guy's at a. Uh, don't forget that Dennis Nordman's at American Pinball now. That's what it was. That's what it was. Uh, yeah. Shut um, up. Yeah, that was so great. But I don't know. I mean, so George Gomez on a three flipper layout is that if that's not his norm, is that like exciting? Like, ooh, what's he gonna do? Or is it more like, uh, hopefully he does. I don't know. Is there any caution <laughs> that George Gomez is doing a three flipper layout, or you guys just don't care? I don't. I, I trust but, in George Gomez. That's fair. I trust in. I think it's safe to trust in George Gomez. Yes. Um, I don't know. I thought that was exciting. So he did talk a lot about that. He talked a lot about uh, like Stern and and obviously like um, the culture of working at Stern and how they're trying to build up the company. And there was some there was some discussion about well do you have employees that are really good at one thing that want to kind of branch out and do more? And how do you, how do you handle that? Um, uh, one thing that came up was like quality control and the rush scoop. He actually, we're going right into number three here. And I'm curious to Tom, what your thoughts are on this, but um, the rush scoop came up and, and basically what George Gomez said there was if you look at the original marketing material, there was no scoop protector. There was no scoop protector in any of the marketing material. The entire time the game was designed, there was never any plans for a projector. Tom, we called that. Did we not? We did call that. We called that. Yeah. So it was never... Vindication, baby. It was never (laughs) planned. But apparently when all that original marketing material came out, there were enough people that made comments of like, that scoop's unprotected. Are they not going to protect that scoop? Like, why aren't they protecting that scoop? And there was enough stuff online that George is like, well, looks like we have to put a scoop protector on that or we're going to get, you know, torn apart on not having one. So it sounds like it was a very last minute thing. I don't know. Tom's, Tom's. What is he doing? (laughs) I got my scoop protector right here. Oh, he got his scoop protector kit. (laughs) I thought you got stuck in the box. Yeah, that's a I big... thought you got stuck between your pinball machines because I oh. just heard you go, oh, and then you were yeah. just between no, everything. I hit my head. Oh, boy. Well, don't do that, Tom. We need that. Um, so, so you got your scoop protector now? Yeah, got the whole I just have to install kit, yeah. it, but I was waiting for after why, my 16 tournaments I got to go to. Oh, I got a lot. I'm busy, man. You're too good at pinball that you have to play. I'm not good at turn. pinball. That's the problem. We'll talk rules. about that later. Okay, okay. okay. We will. So. <laughs> he, he was talking so much crap on everybody else earlier. Yeah. I can't wait to discuss oh, this. Right, right, right. Yeah, watch out, Keith. Yeah, hope you lay awake at night thinking <laughs> of this guy. Don't you even fucking insinuate that. <laughs> Ray, you're going down. <laughs> so, How many other top-tier players can we piss off, Joel, for Tom? Well, I mean, They're Tom all had, pissed at me already. Yeah. 
Tom had his own. <laughs> Tom had like a TV segment, you know, with the local news crew and no, what that happens. Was Neil's three, dad. Three weeks later, segment. they really oh, yeah, wanted to so interview good. Neil. Okay. Yeah. No, I have <laughs> to get. Tom's trying like, to get out of it. He just pushed him out of the way. He's like, I got this boy. <laughs> yeah. I love that the, it was posted, though, online uh, uh, with the uh, Neil's dad. But all I'm saying is Tom had a TV bit, and then a few weeks later, then Ray gets his own TV bit. I mean, they're all just trying to catch up, Tom. That's what I'm saying. Who's more important, me or Ray? Neil. Mm, all right. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. I think Ray. I think I think Ray got yeah. that one. But a- anyways. I, mean, I agree. I mean, but... But it's Tom, though, Joel. I know. I'm glad like, we I have feel Tom. like I feel like yeah. we're about to do a final round type thing to where we got to save one and kill one. Nah. We're going to pull a Marty here. <laughs> yeah. Do we kill Joel or Travis? What? <laughs> we're going down. We're you going. Save me, of course. No, I'm the Travis one. Be, he's going to have about? his comfy on. His comfy's going to be on, and it's going to be so. It's just going to be dragging him down. All right. It's so you want to go down this water. road? Let's go down this road no, right now. This is it not is, the road. It is obvious that I have so much more survival skills than you would, Joel, because I take. I wear comfy. That means I'm going to be warm. I will not freeze to death. I have a beard. Let me go get one of my guns out of the gun cabinet. You were wearing like exotic Joe pants last week or last time we did this. There's no way. They're cheetah. They were leopard prints. So I blend in, you know, with the, with the, the, the predators will see me and be like, don't mess with that guy. I'm just saying you need a comfy (laughs) to stay warm. I have a beard. If you had like a seventies couch, you would have blended in. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so wow. Okay. Travis has right. beer coming out so, of his nose look right at that. Yeah. yeah, I'm drinking beer. Joel's just struggling to like keep himself together because to he breathe. gets sick. Yeah. I'm obviously the superior version. So I mean, come on. You you gotta kill okay. him off. Kill off the weak one. Yeah, that's yep. Yeah. Okay. All that's right, fair. Travis. Yep. All right, what were we talking about? We're again? talking about uh, the Rush Scoop Protector. Ru- yeah. Rush Scoop. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, Sorry about that. Long story <laughs> short, apparently it was like right at the very end they decided we got to throw a protector in there. He said that scoop is smaller than like any other scoop they've done. Not only that, it's it's close enough to the flipper that because it's so short, that ball is hitting the back of the scoop, then coming forward and hitting the back of that protector so hard that it's causing it to bend. So they used a, a material that was they were told was rated for what it was, and it turns out it wasn't. So it was like it was a material failure, a lack of testing, and like it wasn't planned. And so all of a sudden, oh, Travis is acting like he had a good idea again. But, no, we we talked about that. Yeah, a we couple knew times ago, we were yeah. like, it's almost like it was the wrong part. That it, it, yeah. that could be what it was. And so here he is, you know, having to you know Justified. test. Or, or you know, adjust it afterwards. And um, he's like, this is not the first time we've had to do this, but it is unfortunate. Uh, one thing that I did find really interesting is he said there were a whole bunch of aftermarket solutions that people created, and he told his team to buy all of them. I just punched the mic. He said, buy all of them. And so the idea there is like, if any of these are better than ours, like, let's learn from this. And... Um, there was what Travis? Did this you have is, another? We discussed that exact same thing too, did we not? Uh, maybe, <laughs> In one of our probably. chats, at least I was talking with Tom because we were talking about the changes, and we're just like Stern should just like straight up copy it. Oh, it's, they should. Yeah. Well, the, I think Gomez has our our DMs. That. Like, yeah, ha- yeah, they have it bugged. Obviously. Well, but one of the one of the scoop protectors, I know Mike the pinballers, Mike Castman mm-hmm. has it. It's a three D printed scoop protector, but it's made of some sort of like I don't know flexible 
membrane. Is that the one that's like it's really like, super light? Yeah, it's called Ninja Ninja something Ninja Mods or something. I forget who makes it, but everybody that I know that's bought it, they they really like it. And so I'm really curious that if that's one of the mods they got, he did specifically say, he goes, I know one of the more popular mods is like a 3D printed flexible part. We would never 3D print the part, but if that like if that material is rather successful, we could mold it. So I, I'm just really curious. Like I, I think it would be crazy if two games from now, all of a sudden the scoop protectors in the game in, in these sterns, instead of being a metal are now like a flexible molded, like, I mean, if it works, if that was the case. Yeah. especially on a rush, I would much rather prefer that than the yeah. ultimate Blue version nubs. that they came out with. Yeah. 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 I, I don't like that at all. I, I know that TPF had a premium with that and it just felt like it completely changed the, the complexity of the game. It was just like that scoop just got super small. And I don't know. It just, it looks weird, feels weird shooting at. Yeah. So if they can do something like that, I think that that would be a great thing. For that I, particular yeah. game, I played it at a Midwest Gaming Classic, and I mean, I, I didn't feel like I had a lot of issues with it. So, Tom, this is—I mean, yes. Rush is your dream theme. You have an yes. LE. That game is obviously bolted to the ground, like yes. that's never leaving. Never. So, you obviously care about how good your scoop looks. Are you planning on putting on the official Stern fix, or how are you addressing the? Oh. Yeah, I, I will eventually. I'll I'll put it on. You'll put and you'll put because it's, it's it's a new essentially inner ring and then it still I do has. What, I do what Stern tells me to do. Damn it! So you're you're gonna put on the <laughs> sidewalls with the big rubber blocks at the end. Too. That is correct. All right. Is your scoop messed told. up currently? Uh, it must not be if you haven't. There's like a very that like a hint. There's a hint of it. There's a so very small hint on the. Like the right corner. So what you're saying is what's actually happening. It's not enough for you to, to justify you to go through all that work to put no, it I'm in. I'm just yet. fucking lazy. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's not he's like the thing yeah. is going to magically get on my game. You know? Well, he's just, he's just been practicing a lot, Joel. That's all it is. You can't because, tell like, you can't be like, obviously Eric Stone's going down. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah right. that's why. Yeah. I mean, Tom's been telling yeah. us all about it. He saw I never Eric said Stone that, put Eric. up. Yeah. He saw him put up like twenty four billion on Kiss, and he texted me immediately. He's like, forty eight billion. I do that yeah, all day. No big deal. <laughs> yep, no biggie. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go punch that guy in the mouth, and I'll repair it afterwards. But yeah, that's what I. Yeah. No, so I mean, you've got Neil. Like, you have a kid that does nothing and gets to play oh those God, amazing he does games. Nothing. You put, why don't you make him replace it for you? He does nothing. You can't tell him to replace the scoop protector. I don't want I mean, him he, to damage the fucking thing. <laughs> he could tell him to do it. it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah, Joel, you obviously do not have a teenager. When I, yeah, this no, when I have no. half a playfield, you know, and yeah, okay, dad. Yeah, I tried yeah. to fit this on. All of a sudden, Tom's going to come back home. Yeah. He's like, "Why is this rush scoop protector on Paragon? Yeah. What's going on? How did you put this on the buck? Yeah, no, I get it. Okay, well, that's all I've got for. Topic number three, unless, I mean, Tom, is there anything more that you want to say about your scoop or protecting your scoop? I love Rush. Yeah, Is Rush going to be at If the Worlds? No, I wish it was. It's not? Man. It's all a really... fucking conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's a political move right there. Uh, I can't believe uh, they're trying to keep you from uh, winning. Well, I haven't played Rush, so I can't be in. Oh, gosh. So, realistically, though, Tom, like, if yeah. Rush was in a tournament, would you pick it? Oh, yes. 
But if, so okay, I th- Tom, between Rush and Cosmos, which one would you pick? <laughs> well, that's tough. That's tough. But Mother effer. I, I thought I heard from people <laughs> that some people don't want to pick the games that they really love because obviously the game's going to play very different than you know what you're used to yeah. playing at home. Or do you yeah. want to? You know, you don't. Yeah, sometimes. That well, finding, yeah, that's what losers is, say, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it's overrated. That's Did you find the shots on Iron it. Maiden this weekend, Travis? I I found the outlanes. <laughs> hey, I can show you where those shots are. Nice. <laughs> All right. Speaking of this weekend, great Elwin transition. never Tom. coded in yeah. the post to Iron Maiden. I don't yeah. get that. Tom, the post saver. Thank yep. you for the layup there, because that's a fantastic transition. Silver Ball Showdown, uh, Travis. Dun, you actually dun, played dun. at that over the weekend. Um, this is where I get to sit back and don't do anything. So between the two of you, you know, feel free to talk it up about uh, just recapping that tournament or I don't know, takeaways. What did you learn? Yeah. Just well, since I wasn't there, I'm going to let Travis talk more. I just watched it from home. Well, I've actually, I played in a couple of tournaments since our last, um, podcast. I went to Delaware and promptly just, yeah, I got my ass kicked the whole entire time. Pretty much. Jason Zoller should have taken the coffee. Oh man. He he is, he is an excellent player. My God. Comfy would have helped you there. Just saying. I know I should have, I should have. But uh, no, so I went to Delaware, played a little bit there. Didn't do so well, but I managed to uh, scratch out. I think it was a a third or fourth place in the last tournament. That was a strikes tournament. But no, I played in the uh, Silver Ball Showdown just this past weekend. And it was a Stern Pro Circuit event back on my home turf of Oklahoma City at Cactus Jacks. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yep. Yep. Thank you to Josh Sharp for that. And I actually learned what it is to be josh sharp because i ended up taking second place and oh, yeah it just and that's never but, happened to travis before in his no, life <laughs> no like i played in 135 tournaments and i've won 134 so i don't, I don't know what uh, wait let wow. me check your ifpa profile <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay i nope. might have been bullshitting there <laughs> travis has never he's never been known for his math skills but just because you can count to one doesn't mean you can <laughs> you won every tournament. True, but yeah. who, no, won? So the, who won? The by tournament, the way? Who won? Who won? Is Mark Meserve from Texas? Nice. So and Robert Byers, he was in the final with me, and then another local, Chad Lauer, was in there with me. And so, hey, yeah, I have I to mean, I have to interrupt you for a second. As as a okay. person watching the stream, uh-huh. I was like, holy crap! It was like the Packers versus the Bears. Like it was just it was Texas versus Oklahoma. Like everybody's oh, yeah. like, yeah, Texas won. Like, like it was a fucking war or something. <laughs> oh yeah, they they took that serious, and I was just like on stream showing chunguses, and I was just I was just having a grand old time. I didn't even realize that there was like an internal struggle between Oklahoma and Texas. There was. It was because serious. The, well, and the thing is, because Scared. because I'm an OSU fan, because yes. my wife graduated from Oklahoma State, so I've been kind of forced down that path, and. You know, we don't really have a rivalry with any Texas schools that I'm aware of, at least. But I know, obviously, there's like the whole OU and Texas thing and then Oklahoma, Texas thing. But yeah, I personally have never really gotten into that too much. But yeah, I noticed that afterwards in the chat, it was kind of kind of getting like that, which I thought was hilarious because literally the whole time we were playing, none of us even mentioned that. (laughs) <laughs> once like not even one time to each other so i mean because we've all known each other for, for a while but sure. overall you know the tournament's a lot of fun it's uh basically a pinberg format which means you're going to play four games per round so we had three days worth of 
play. There was a, a qualifying day and then there was a divisional playoff qualifying day to get into the top 24. And then we had our finals on day three. So lots of moderns, lots of solid states, lots of EMs. And it was just a lot of fun for not being able to play in that format for a long time. It was nice getting back to that and getting to play with the same group of people for four games and just taking those two hours and just getting to know different people playing different eras. I mean, those types of tournaments I really enjoy. And the thing that I absolutely loved about this particular tournament is that the tilts were all set up really reasonable to where it gave you plenty of play on the games and none of the games were bastardized to the point that it just wasn't fun. There was lots. I mean, we could, it let us play. And so as a pinball player, I really enjoyed that. It didn't feel like anything was necessarily overwhelming. So, I mean, really fun tournament. I look forward to doing it next year and hopefully I uh, do a little bit better than second. So that way Joel will be proud of me then. Yeah, Uh, maybe we'll see. Neil and I were originally signed up for it and I kind of wish we had gone. It was, it's just, it was just hard with, you know, worlds coming up. Yeah, if you yeah. two would have gone, Travis could have got fourth. That's that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Because <laughs> we'll still get the win. I, I Do think, I need to talk you through the math? I, I mean, honestly, I, I think next year, yeah. though, I think because this was streamed for the first time on, uh, I think it's Try to Tilt Pinball. Yes. It was a stream on Twitch from Chris. And it was a great guy, by the way. And he did a phenomenal job. Yeah. His and I first, first, first tournament stream. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a lot going on. I know, Tom, you were helping him out a little bit. And, you know, I, he was very thankful to everybody that was yep. help, helping, very thankful to everybody that was watching. I mean, it was definitely an overwhelming experience for him. And he earned it. He did really well with everything. And, you know, getting that out there, I... I got plenty of text messages from all kinds of players. And I think a lot of people finally realize that this is an event that kind of is like Pinberg. It's a smaller yes. version of it. Granted. I mean, there was only about like 75, 80, I say only, but that's, that's a lot of people, but for, for the setup, it's such a hard tournament to set up for because you're having to set up multiple banks. I mean, yep. there's like 70 plus games there and you got backup games. And I mean, luckily like Eugene was there helping with the, the solid states you had people carry wing helping with the ems you had sean running all over the place sean lee who was the tournament director just running around like a madman for three straight days at least that we could see what we didn't see was behind the scenes just months of planning in the past two weeks of just setting everything up carolyn there at cactus jacks i mean just all kinds of people coming together putting the pins there so for me that's just a special event because one it is in my hometown but two it's a special event to me just because of the format and it makes it a lot of fun in general. And I highly encourage anybody that is thinking about going to it, consider it for next year. Yeah. It would definitely be on my list to go to. Even Joel. I'll even even invite Joel. Sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll put that on that list. Joel, they have a B division. I know. I know. No, I, but yeah, I need to I need to make some plans because unfortunately, I think I've already said this before. I will I will not be at at Expo this year in Chicago. Uh, my my like my wife's family vacation. Thank you, Tom. Well done. That is, it's like we had to base our entire this big family vacation around my my nieces and nephews' spring break, which happens to be that exact week. So the one thing I knew, I was I, like, I oh, at least I'll go to Expos. 
I know it sucks. I'm who, I, who made this decision? Was it your wife or your mom? His made this wife. Decision? Oh Lord, oh, it's my wife and my entire wife. wife's family. You're so not the, going, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, maybe I could find some other event to go to this year, which would be good. But no, next year it would be cool to do. I, I don't. I, I want. What other I, event I would you go to, Joel? Uh, well, we have been joking around that when Zach Mini, you know, finishes his barn that he needs to mm-hmm. throw some big get together and uh you know get all the tpn people or other pinball people in the area to come in you know above above ground pool hot tub you know we, we got can, that we can get shed. carl to come in with mystery castle oh uh, let's awesome. go no i don't know i mean that's only three hours so that would just be a fun i don't know what other event but we will have to see but silverball showdown well done travis way to take second could have been better but you know that's fine mm-hmm. you do you i'll take it you know. Um, but that leads us to number five and, you know, there's only one of the three of us that's participating in this and this is worlds, which is coming up. So we're just before Tom, you know, tells us all about it. I'm just going to go ahead and hit this button. Tom talks. He's got something to say. Tom talks. He's got nothing to say. Tom talks. Tom talks. I I got nothing. Tom, if you notice the screen, the Travis's camera Tra- is out no, there. He's back. God, he's back. It's, it's so bad. So, <laughs> Tom, please yes. tell us what it's like to compete, or how are how are you preparing? Just tell us all the all the things that are going into your head. Introduce it. How you feeling? What's coming up? What is happening later this week? Ready? Go. Okay. So IFPA seventeen is happening. That's that's it. No, just kidding. Uh, so this, this event is, uh, a major in the IFPA world, but, uh, top, as Joel was saying, top 64 players from around the world are going to it. And, uh, it's been postponed since 2020 because of the pandemic. So they've rescheduled it a couple of times. Uh, it's at Pinball Asylum in, uh, Fort Myers, Florida. And yeah, I am going to go there and get my ass kicked. So, um, but I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. Yeah. Travis is like, what? You're not going to get your ass kicked, Tom. I'll be all right. No, no. You're, you're going to do better than all right, Tom. <clears throat> Teolus, I know you're listening to this right now. Tom <laughs> is going to defend America for us, Teolus. What do you know right now? So I, I I'm mean, trying to be Tom's hype man the best I, I can, as you should be. I mean, so this is you're saying this is a few years old. So, Travis, you are not participating in this. No, I'm not good enough. But to be it's in not 17. That's the thing. You're not good enough. Yeah. Like today, this was you qualified for this in when 2019, 2000. Correct. 2019. Like, was it 2019? Yeah, yeah, based on the standings from 2019. Wow. So Raymond Davidson was in like third grade. <laughs> I think yeah. so. I think yeah. I think Escher was probably five. Escher, yeah. Escher, yeah. Escher couldn't. But I, I, both of them are in it, I assume? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. And then who's the other real young guy? Zach McCarthy? Is he in it? No. See, that's okay. the thing. Like, Jared August isn't in it. Zach McCarthy. Um, I don't even think Colin Urban's in it, although he probably should be. Travis Murray. Yeah, so that guy. Yeah. That's um, crazy. So this is the best of the best in 2019. 
are finally it's like competing. a time machine. Yeah. Why is Rush not in this? This is perfect. Oh, is that like, a yeah. Yeah. On theme? That's yeah. a question, though. I, is am, it, I am demanding that Rush is in this freaking thing. But are they limiting? Is there any limit? Like, are, are there games in the tournament that are after 2019? Or are they would they, should they limit the games to of the year actually, it was qualified? I think on the list, so there, there is, is a list of games. Avengers. Avengers, Avengers is in there. Yeah, Avengers is in it and Jurassic Park. But Joel Avengers actually brought up a, a good good point. How yeah. come there's all, all these Elwin games in here? Let me see. If, the, if the tournament would have happened on time, Avengers would not have been in it. I'm just saying. I'm just, you know, I'm just, if there happens you, to be a you chance. You make a good point. Yeah. I'm going to bring that up yeah. to the, uh, the if there happens, heads. If there happens right. to be a chance that only, I mean, only use it in your favor if you happen to lose on Avengers or something. Then I actually like blow it up, you know? as a tournament game. Oh, yeah. shit. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, if we had to predict your, so Keith Elwin, he's, he's in this. Um, I mean, there's some big. Some big dogs. Oh, obviously. Yeah, Tom he's, he's pretty good too, at so. pinball, Joel. I know you don't yeah. know, but I've heard I've heard Keith is decent. So no, that's exciting. So <laughs> I'm assuming it's it's it'll be streamed. And this is uh Yeah, hopefully... uh, Pinball Asylum on Twitch will be streaming it. Nice. So, so we're um, recording this on Monday the twenty third. Hopefully we'll get this out, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday this week. So this hopefully if you're listening to this on time, this is gonna happen either what it starts Thursday. Well, Thursday is the Epstein Cup, which I won't be a part of, but it'll be the top uh, eight players from the U.S. versus, I believe, the top eight players from Europe. Um, So that'll be pretty exciting. I think that's Thursday night around like eight o'clock-ish Eastern time. I think they're streaming that. And then the next day, the, the tournament begins for Worlds. So is this, how does this tournament work? Because I know a lot of these tournaments that you do that are multi-day. It's like, it's actually a bunch of mini tournaments and there's qualifying all for two days. Yeah. And then the finals, so yeah, how does this I think work? there's eight sessions of qualifying and wow. uh, based on your rank, they place you in your first match. So right now I'm, I'm with uh, Raymond Teolis huh. and uh, I believe another gentleman from Austria or Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah, those yeah. are two very Same similar thing. countries. Yeah. 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 yeah they're pretty close by. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's what do you mean by qualify? So, so wait, Raymond's in your group and Teolis? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. At least the, unless some oh, changes, you know, by the well, time how we man, get there. Jeff, I, I swear, Tom has been talking so oh, much yeah. trash. Yeah. Joel, Joel can. Bill can verify this. Oh, I know. He's, I, you know, Tom can be kind of mean with some of the I stuff know. he says. Just, just Tom, saying, the cocky yeah. guy. Let me, let me tell you. <laughs> so, Tom, um, what? How does this work, though? I mean, like, if you're saying you're paired up in that those four, is there a chance you can be like eliminated day one, or no. is this okay. no? So it's you play. <clears throat> so you play. Uh, you play in eight rounds, basically three games in each round. So there's okay. a like a newer game kind of like a mid game and then like a like an early solid state and um and then like an em okay so and you do that eight times but are you are for all eight rounds are you playing with the same three people no, or no like no, after it, the winners switch- go up and yeah, yeah depending on how many points you get it switches and wasn't this a whole thing what is it it's like ride the dip or something like what we coined this it's like purposely don't 
if you like don't win every oh, single no, round, a, but you the Raymond term, you yeah, buy the dip. It's, it's like if you are <laughs> third every single game, you can stay in it or something, and then at the end, that's when you want to start winning. That's when you rock it up. Yeah, I don't know. I know, I know. Tommy, I'll have issues doing that because you're just used to winning everything. So right. just you know, first or your last, right? I mean, but no, that's exciting worlds. I mean, that's uh, yeah, that's pretty yeah. exciting. So, when do you fly down there? Uh, Wednesday. Yeah, and so Thursday is mostly to sign autographs. I'm taking the then, most uh, direct route. I'm flying to Minnesota, and then and then to Fort Myers. So you're flying north to fly south. That's pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. pretty direct. Yeah, well pretty done. direct. All right. Well, cool. No, congrats, man. That that'll be exciting. Um, I know the trophy for that's pretty sick. Um, but yeah, so that should be some quality entertainment. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and does it go to Sunday too? So, yes. Nice. So Sunday, means- Sunday's the the finals nice. I, so that means you'll be on the stream I, then your group will be on the stream because prob- if you're in raymond's group yeah, you're probably prob- what possibly th- are you 32 or 33 i think i'm 33 33 okay see joel i can do math why does why i'd you, have to look you don't know why that, that matters do you no, you said a number why does that mean you know nat- you because, know math? Because Raymond is number one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> therefore so that- there's sixty four. So you go <laughs> to the middle. Okay, I just was like, yeah, hey, 40, we're teaching you competitive pinball. Forty five. Oh, look how smart I am. I said a number. <laughs> no, All right. Oh, no, no. Well, let me say a number Joel. for you. I'm going to say number six. Wait, wait. First, <laughs> first off, Tom, Tom, thank you so much for uh, explaining that, and uh, I wish you the best of luck. And- thank you. Any other additional gonna, comments? I don't want to cut you I'm off. I'm going to try to bring it home for triple drain pinball. I'm going to try to do oh. as many triple drains as I can while I'm there. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to do. Oh that, wait, that's yeah. not the goal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, perfect goal. <laughs> you can do this, Tom. Tom, you got this. Yeah. World championship, I'm, baby. How did, I t- in you. how did Tom triple drain on an EM? Yeah, nailed it. There we go. Tom talk. Well done, Tom. Well done. Thank you. All right. So believe it or not, we are already on the final, the the number six of our of our of our notes here. So uh user submitted questions. This is something that uh basically we the three of us are like, hey, when are when are we gonna record next? And normally it's like, uh, I think I can do tomorrow. Let me ask the wife. Yep, I can do tomorrow. Can you do tomorrow? Oh, Travis is tired. Nope, Travis can do tomorrow. So it's like a very last minute thing. And then day of we're like, what are we actually talking about? And uh, so Tom, for the last two episodes, has actually posted on our Facebook, hey, what do you guys want us to talk about? And people give us questions. It's really nice. So, And a nice if, picture of Joel, too. Oh, yeah. Wonderful picture of Joel. So um, <laughs> what I will say is feel free to follow us on Facebook. That's Triple Drain Pinball Podcast on Facebook. And uh, it's awesome. It's a great way to submit questions or any or topics that you want us to talk about. Um, one thing I will say is there was a picture of me that Zach Manny put up on the TPN Facebook a while ago that I happen to not have a shirt on. It's a very old picture, and there were people that submitted some comments that were very, I don't know. I actually have no idea. They submitted all the, cosme- the comments. He was young. He needed the money. I did. <laughs> So Travis, Travis has all these comments. Apparently, Travis is too lazy to compile them right now. I don't. What did you want to say, Travis? We're not talking about them right now. Is what I've learned. Currently, 
<laughs> like about about your shirtless photo? What, yes, are, there, is that there have been people that are apparently the roasts were going to be shared last episode. It oh, didn't yes, happen. Yes. So the question is: Is the are, you know Tom put that picture up again? And the the so are the roasts happening this episode? As far as I know, no, they're not. No, they're they're going to come next week or next okay. time. They will. Hey, you got to cut me some slack. I drove five hours today. Had to unload a U-Haul. Had to take all the pins out, all the weights. You can't expect me to do all the production for this show, Joel. I just, I can't, I can't do it. Can't do it all. He needs, he, he needs his rest. I'd Here, say I'll his re- beauty sleep, but that's not you know going to help. You know what? Yeah. Here, you're right. We need to do a couple. I'll bring him up right now. Do you remember we'll do your it. email password? We'll do it. Uh, Is it like Big Papa with a exclamation <laughs> point or something? <laughs> and the B's capitalized? Yeah. <laughs> it's um, a real big B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Well, all right. Let's see here. No, 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 no. no. We got this. We got this. We got this. Okay. <clears throat> this mm. is from uh, Scott Larson. Uh, That's the loser, loser kid. Yeah. And ball yeah. podcast. Yeah. So glad that TPN has an emo vampire as an administrator now. <laughs> Dark, brooding, and super glittery as he plays any Dwight Flasher game. Thank you, Scott. Yes, I have absolutely heard. I don't know why, but uh. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson is the the dude from Twilight, and I've heard people say I look like him. Don't really follow it, except for he was the Batman, the last Batman. So I'll take that. But uh, oh, there's a, there's another one. Yep. TPN now featuring full frontal male nudity. Thank you, Joel. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm glad that I can. Uh, yep. Yeah, I can do that. All right. Need... And there's one more. No, okay. we got more. Yep. I'll keep okay. going. Yep. This one says, Joel. I noticed that you like tattoos. Why is it that you look like you get your tattoos from the toy store with little gumdrops? I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I, I have no idea. I have no idea how I was supposed to take that. What's a, what's a little toy store with gumdrops? What does that mean? I don't know. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Should I be offended? I, I don't know. know. What is your tattoo? Uh, I think it's so a sexual discussed? reference. I think so. I'm like, what, is, what does this one mean? My, I have writing on my shoulders, and it's my handwriting, and I actually wrote it in a Sharpie and took it in, and I was like, this is what I want on my shoulders. And he's like, all right. <laughs> wait, 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 yeah. wait. You wrote it? What do you mean you wrote it with a Sharpie? You mean I you wanted wrote it, it on- to be my handwriting, so I wrote in a, with wrote a Sharpie it? on a piece of paper what I wanted. Okay. And then Whoa, I handed okay. it to the guy, and I was like, "This is I what I wanted." You, yeah, I thought you paste. were saying you wrote on your own body with no, a sharpie. No, trace over it. Nope. Yes. So yeah, it's I got it back in grad school. It's a good. It's a fun tattoo. But it, you know, you try to take a picture of yourself when the writing's on the top of your shoulders. Like, of course, you got to take your shirt off, and I, it was weird. Well, I get it. Okay. So thank you. Is that all? Is that all the do? You, is that all you? I have, mean, that's Travis? all I'm going to do Man, for now. Okay. Fine. Fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what I- here's what I'll say. We need more of these because I still have like 10, but I want to put them all together. So if you're listening to this and you just want to roast the hell out of Joel, please send it in and we'll read it live on to air. To Travis. Send it to send a personal message to Travis. Isn't that what you were doing? 
I mean, we can send it the email. You can read it if you want to. Oh, I'm going to okay. read it out loud in either way. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. So triple drain at gmail.com. I will say pin monk, Victor, uh, he took my picture and he photoshopped over. The joke was somebody asked, well, what does it say? And I said, misunderstood. That's what I, that was my joke. Is that what, that's what it wrote. And he actually photoshopped where it says misunderstood on one side, some kanji on the other side. I forget what that says. And then he added a teardrop to my face. So well done, Victor. Thank you for doing that. But all right, so we are at user-submitted questions. User-submitted questions. And there's some really good ones here. Um, one of them was talking about Cactus Jacks. You've already talked about that. Um, somebody asked, why does Joel hate Rush? That would be Ron Hallett from <laughs> from uh, Slap Save. So thank you, Ron. He likes um, Rush. All right, that's uh, a great question. Let's go with that one. Because you were, you, were ta- you were fawning over all these other games. Ron why Hallett do wants I to know hate Rush? Oh, why I you love hate Rush? And Roses. You guys, I love Guns and Roses. I love Rush. TNA. I love <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadpool's fun. Go I love. Okay. He's doing so a new game. why? Fuck why? Rush. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What I He's would like. Say, let's talk yeah. about the scoops right now, Tom. Let's yeah. Talk about how shitty the scoops are. <laughs> what do I not? Right. Say one good thing about Rush. All right, one yes. good thing about Rush. I, yeah. No, uh, no, no. He he's going to say, you know, he it's too that's too easy for him. No, Tom. I I don't think he can do it. Rush uh, the music. The music's very good. See, I actually really enjoy the music. See what I mean? That's too easy for him. Yeah. Say two good things about the <laughs> gameplay, Joel. This, you know, you've asked <laughs> about me about five questions here, and, and I've been able to to answer one. Oh, what, okay, two things. the The code is actually very good. Like okay. what Ray and Tim have done, the code is actually very good. Um, and it's, one. it's complex in a very good way. Like it it's builds. Still one. Okay. The code is really good. <laughs> Say and two. the, the expression lighting kit. Is oh, I knew it. Yeah. Big, no, you didn't even I have the expression. Like, no, I played an LE. <laughs> I played an LE and it is I a big difference. about the gameplay, Joel. Not about <laughs> the lights. I, what am I supposed about to say? Oh, okay. So if I'm not allowed to say anything more about the code, then I have to talk about the shots. And I will tell you there are comboing when I could actually combo a few shots. It felt really nice. Which I was struggled. Not very often. It was not very often for me. Like that is, that was my biggest issue with rush is the, the game kicked my butt. And when so much of the code is based on comboing or achieving, like perfect example, one of the modes, the La Villa Stagiato, whatever the song, I, I don't know the word, oh, but God. it's 12, it's 12 <laughs> shots in That's because it's in 12 parts. Don't I know it is. This? No, it's good code, but I'm just telling you, like, it's 12 very specific shots, and you have to hit them in that okay. order. I think what we're learning here is that GNR was the one night stand that put out. Yeah, yeah. And Rush is the one that <laughs> Blue balls, the drink man. in Joel's face. Blue balls the whole <laughs> time I had it, you know? The whole freaking time. It was a tease, and I was putting in work, and it never happened, okay? I can't hit any combos. Everybody's talking about how great of a time it is, and oh, man. It was the pretty girl that wouldn't give her number to Joel. That's what it was. But I kept buying her drinks. I don't know. I just uh, (laughs) No, it's... um, I mean, the game just kicked my butt, and I was frustrated by I, I to be 100% honest, like watching other streams and watching other people blow up the game and do all the things that Ray is telling me I can do in this game, and then I can't do any of them. I just didn't 
It was hard for me to come. Like they, I would they, stream that game for two hours and I'd just be destroyed. <laughs> and I'd they be like, make pills yeah. to help out with that situation. There, yeah. Joel. Hey, trust me. I had already lowered the end lanes. I had set it. Ray corrected me. I, I set it to. I home feel mode. so bad for Raymond that he had to like. He was live with Joel and he's like watching this train wreck just going. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was as limp as I'd ever possibly be. I could not. Get a shot. I get it. I am. I am well aware. Okay, so I I can't be a freaking stallion like Tom over there, just drilling everything away. Let me sink this in the scoop. Bam. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. So thank you, Ron Hallett, for the question. Yes. So why does why does Joel hate Rush? Because it never put out. Okay, I tried, <laughs> and I never, I never got uh, the satisfaction I was waiting for. So. Oh my god! Right, um, so what's the next question? Let's just roll through these. I don't. This know. is great. What other questions are we going to get? Is competitive pinball getting harder? Speaking of hard, yeah. Uh, are the players <laughs> getting better? Yes. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great answer. All right. Well, I, I think <laughs> I think no. I think I think as a competitive player, you 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 just eventually plateau at some point. It gets harder and harder. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. And uh, Joel, I don't think Joel got that. No, I got it. I can't. <laughs> get it. I get it. We're back we're, to we're that. talking about competitive pinball. So <laughs> Joel, Joel's brain's just turning to mush right yeah. now. Tom he's has like, been. He's just going to turn around and go yeah. play GNR. Tom's Multiball, been hard for way over four hours, and he's just no, plateaued at this. There point. are a lot of players uh, coming out and uh, playing, and they're getting better, and uh, it makes it tough. I mean, I think too. It's there's the rise of a lot of players understanding the rules at a higher level and really starting yeah. to put things together. I think it's a combination of that. It's a combination of people playing a lot more often than probably in the past. And it's a combination of there's people picking this up at a younger age as well. And so you're yeah. seeing a lot of those players that have already been playing for several years and they're putting it all together. I mean, Tom's son is a prime example of that. So, I mean, there's tons of players out there and I guarantee there's players out there that we don't even know about yet. Yeah. That's probably getting very close to that level and they're going to show up pretty soon. Oh yeah. And don't, and don't you think pinball streaming too, like to be able to see this, to see the competition, to see what other people are doing or how they're attacking different games or playing different stuff. I remember um, I was listening to an interview on Pinball Profile and it was a, it was a girl. I forget her name. I think it was Carrie, I think is her name. Carrie uh, Wing? Yeah. And, and yep. she was talking about how she was able to look at past streams. So she was, she was playing in a tournament and she pulled up the past streams from that location and watched, like she had a whole notepad where she was taking notes on how different balls kicked out or played or where it would land. Like, so she was able to see what the games did before she even showed up because of the streams, the past streams and being able to learn and like see how different players handle different things. Uh, I'm not Um, streaming anymore. (laughs) <laughs> it was pretty impressive so um so yeah that's a good question i'm glad i mean for hey for the two of you guys to both be top whatever 20 at this point i mean it's uh well done uh, i don't think you've plateaued tom i don't think you know you're on your way to you're already at, you're at the top of the mountain and you're only halfway up scared joe 
Tom's about to skyrocket later this week. Doctor disrespect quote right there. So, all right, he's he's, he hasn't he hasn't peaked yet. Here we go. Uh, What else do we have? Shakes all around. There we go. Yeah. Uh, can pinball companies do more? Oh, so I, I should, you know, first off, Christopher, thank you for Christopher Doyle. Ask that question. Thank you, Christopher. Uh, Michael Win Winnie, uh, can pinball companies do more to accommodate disabled slash injured players, such as optional options, official, official options for one-handed play foot pedals for flipper, uh, operation, allowing players to change with button flips, which flippers like upper flipper flippers, et cetera. What are your thoughts on that? You want to take this one, Tom? Or you want me to take it first? Go for it. No, I I think something like that would actually be pretty cool. I've always been interested in seeing uh, pinball machines that were handicap accessible for somebody that was in a wheelchair. I've seen photos of that before. And so that's always intrigued me of having something that's very accessible to other people that Obviously, the the way that the games are right now, they might not necessarily be accessible to. So something like that would be pretty cool. Um, obviously, I think when it comes to to the one-handed or using a pedal, that probably could be done from a software standpoint, but would have to come via third party. But it wouldn't shock me if something out there already exists like that and we just don't realize it. I'm sure there's somebody listening to this that is well aware that it already exists. So I've seen some stuff online, like, uh, with the wheelchair, I think they did like a mirror so that it was easier to see. And then, uh, I know Ben Heck not too long ago did that, uh, uh, mechanism for, for a one-handed person, which was really cool. Yeah. It was basically like a suction cup device that would go on one side of the machine with an actuator to flip the button and then a suction cup that attached to the other side of the machine so that you'd use the right side of the flipper button. And then you had this additional button that would control the left side. So it was a two button thing. Mm. Um, One of the thoughts that popped into my head was now that insider connected is here or Scorbit is here in almost any modern game. If you could go into your account and say like, Hey, I am a, a disabled player. If I ever log into Scorbit, then make it so that hitting one flipper button actually actuates all the flippers you know like that should be relatively easy to do i would think same thing with yeah insider connected like oh when that person logs in understand if one flipper button is hit go ahead and and make all the flippers go like i feel like that should that could work now if there was like a a, a foot pedal or something then yeah they would have to add in some sort of auxiliary jack or something you could plug it okay you two fools are clearly <laughs> typing back and forth what We're texting what am raymond. i missing about <laughs> oh, you're texting raymond <laughs> i'm still to raymond tom's talking all types of shit on you ray <laughs> oh, i said perfect. i ain't saying shit <laughs> you know ray i i love raymond and he he literally consumes all pinball content i think he listens to every podcast like before it's even released the guy is on it so ray ray will absolutely hear this before you see him in person but yes um no that's a good question i i i do think that's there and i think from a software standpoint some of these things i think they could implement rather rather easily um compared to uh some of the hardware stuff but yeah it's a good idea uh george uh george fisher that would be uh don't panic flip he asks a really good question here and it is why does it seem so difficult to create a game that is both commercially commercially successful and tournament slash competition and a tournament slash competition darling do games need to focus on one versus the other um 
I say no. I think there are games out there that already do that. Every Keith Elwin game. Yep. Yeah, well, commercially successful. Like, I mean, Iron Maiden isn't the biggest theme. Um, Even Godzilla isn't the biggest theme. But I I think commercially successful, I I think a lot of that depends on the theme. So is there any reason why... Are you still bashing Rush? No, I never said anything about Rush. No, but it's like uh, like Mando. Mando is a fantastic True. theme. People love Mando. People want to play Mando, but then there are some people that complain about Mando as a as a competition game. So I don't I don't think there's any reason why, uh, you know, a, an A tier license can't have you know high quality code. Um, yeah. I. If I want to completely change George's question, I would say, can you have a game that's both incredibly like home friendly and tournament friendly? Like, can you have, um, I don't like some people like Simpsons pinball party. Some people love Simpsons pinball party for the depth and so much to do and so many ways to do, but I don't like ever see Simpsons in a tournament. Um, can you have that or like Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings is this incredible, crazy home journey of a game nobody ever wants to play that in a tournament so mm-hmm. is that i think there's I mean, a game right behind you that's that's a good fit yeah Dead- gnr no deadpool <laughs> people like no people like deadpool in a tournament don't travis i know yeah, likes deadpool that, in a tournament. isn't this isn't this marrying the two like oh, commercial so success game, and commercial success yeah. I, I thought we're staying on top Joel, here. That was the question, Joel. <laughs> Where were you going? Joel was I, like, let's talk about GNR yeah, some more. Yeah. I was he is talking, so in I love thought, with that. Yeah. Go give it a kiss, Joel. No, he it's is. not my game. I'm not going li- <laughs> to. It's uh, and you can't Zach touch the doesn't have to know. Yeah. So, no, I, I assumed we were giving examples of that don't do it. But, no, that's a good example. Oh. I think Deadpool is a commercial success. It's a well-liked theme. It's well-liked for home buyers or homeowners and it's well liked in the tournament scene yep. um so great job uh is there another i mean could you guys think of another one though or is that nope your honor that... i rest my case <laughs> tom has talked tom has talked well done uh travis are you going to contribute to this conversation or uh no i think he pretty much hit the nail on the head i mean it's it, it was it's just one of those things obviously theme sells you know, when it comes when it comes down to it, it's we don't know about the rules until we get a chance to play. The bottom line, the only time yeah. that anybody can assume that the rules are going to be great is if Elwin's on it. I mean, because he's pretty much earned that. I mean, he's four for four yep. on games that are very balanced, very outstanding, very fun to play. And, you know, it's funny. It's just one of those situations. And we've talked about this before. It's. I think that Stern has gotten to a point to where they're big enough to where every single theme is pretty much going to sell. It's just a choice of, okay, who do we put on what game to, in order to sell it? It's like they could have put anybody on Mandalorian. It was going to sell because it's Mandalorian. It's star Wars, you know? And so it's just, I think that that's kind of the situation that they're in. And so I don't know. Sometimes you just get some of those games that it makes sense that, you have a great theme. You have a great tournament game, such as Deadpool. Yep. You have a great theme. I mean, Godzilla, even though it may not be an A-tier theme, it's still a well-known theme and obviously a great tournament game. So, yeah, I mean, just like Tom said, just echoing exactly what he said, pretty much. 
Well, I mean, I am curious. I, I, I haven't seen or heard, but like, I'm curious of how well Godzilla does on location. You know, like Godzilla has won every pinball related award show that's that there's been. It's number one on pin side. Pinball people clearly, Travis's camera's out again, third time today. Uh, <laughs> so Godzilla is, is just universally loved and praised by the pinball community. Every every type of collector or player in the pinball community, but I'm curious to like how how well does pin how do, how well does Godzilla do on location? Um, I don't. I mean, do either of you know any operators? Like, uh, does does it compete in coin drop with with whatever like a Mando or Stranger Things? You know, it's a I mean, great it, question. The reality is is that theme very much plays a big part in what your overall coin drop is going to be and your general location, your demographic is ultimately going to determine what the coin drop is also. I mean, I've heard of situations in which there's a star Trek and a monster bash together. And we're talking about a stern star Trek, right? At a yeah. bar and the monster bash out earned the star Trek eight to one. Oh, wow. so there's been situations like that. There's been other situations. I can tell you that stranger things is just absolutely kills. Yeah. on location and that's a game that was just torn apart due to its code early on but guess what when it got put on location nobody cared because people just see a theme they're going to drop it's a very relevant theme yep and so i mean yeah it it does very well on location and you know i've talked to other people that have said they had a stranger things and it was one of their worst ends that they had or an earner and they had to get rid of it so Huh. I think it just very much just depends on location. It depends on what your demographic is. I would imagine that if you have a bunch of kids around and you know, you trend younger. Yeah. Probably Avengers, Deadpool games like that. Guardians of the galaxy. Those probably all do well. If you have a little bit older crowd, you're going to see Led Zeppelin, Metallica, ACDC do very well. You know, it's just, I mean, even uh, guns and roses I've heard half and half. I've heard some say it just, it blows everything else away. I heard others say that it earned very well the first week. Then afterwards, it just kind of dropped off. Huh. So again, it just depends on the situation and the atmosphere. So nothing is a sure thing is what it sounds like. Uh, I mean, you the, did... the, the only thing that's a sure thing is that if you only have a couple of pens, just make sure they're a modern. I mean, if you stick an EM yeah. or an old solid state, it's going to have a hard time earning compared to a stern. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, you had said Guardians of the Galaxy. To me, that's another like triple A theme, well liked. Like Guardians is really well loved, and it's. I think Guardians is considered a good tournament pin. Am I wrong on that? No, it, it's well liked. It's good. I, so, yeah. I really enjoy it in tournaments. So I think there's two examples in Deadpool and uh, Deadpool and uh, Guardians, but. Well, yeah, so that's all I have for user-submitted questions. So once again, please follow us on Facebook, Triple Drain Pinball Podcast. Uh, we'll probably start doing that more consistently. So uh, think of your questions. You can always email them to tripledrain at gmail.com, and we'll save them for the for the, for the the show. Otherwise, um, yeah, let us know kind of day of or two days of whenever we post that, and we'll try to get to your questions on when we come to record. But um, yeah, guys, that's it. That's the list. Is there anything else uh, either of you guys want to talk about or I'm going to be or... on the Slam Tilt Pinball Podcast Ooh. with Eric Thorne from District 82. Nice. Is uh, Did they say the words Whopper Farm at all during the podcast? Probably. Probably. Okay. 
right. All right. Sounds good. Uh, let me check. Uh, nope. I haven't been asked to be on anything else. So. Uh, <laughs> so, but, 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 but you yeah. are a top five streamer, my friend. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, I forget the guy's name. I feel bad. There's a dude that does, uh, it's retro something. It's a guy that does, he's an international guy that makes like pinball and arcade related videos. And, uh, the guy, yeah, he made a video. I got to pull this up. He made a video, uh, retro Singo, uh, R E T O C E N G O. He made a video on who he feels are the top five pinball streamers. And uh, I was one of them, which was hilarious uh, because one, he didn't know my name. He said, this that guy. guy, he like pointed to me <laughs> and he's like looking and uh, he's like, it looks like he's on flipping out. But really what it comes down to once he explained it, the guy had gone on YouTube and searched Godzilla pinball streams. And he basically the five that he or the four that he mentioned were hottie, which is Frisco pinball. He has some of his pin, his Godzilla streams, mine, which were from flipping out Jack dangers, dead flip. Uh, IE pinball being Carl. Um, so all oh, people Carl. that have, yeah. So the order he did, it was hottie was fifth. Carl was fourth. Jack danger was third. I was second. Who was number one? Canada. He put Canada as the number one pinball streamer out there. Had nothing to do with Godzilla or anything, but Hey, I'll take it. I mean, I'll take it. So I appreciate that guy. Why wasn't uh, I mentioned? I, do you have a, have you posted a Godzilla stream? No, there you go. That's, I just happened to, <laughs> to fall into the one thing that he searched, but Tom, hey, I'll take it. He was you're uh, always in my top five. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. At Absolutely. least one person likes me. Uh, more than one, Tom. If you oh. like Tom, write into Triple Drain at you. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. If Tom is in your yeah. top five, please let us know. Yes. Uh, no, basically, the guy said he said he enjoyed my positivity. He thought my stream was very easy to read, like very easy to see what was going on. I also include my chat in the stream because he's not watching it live. He enjoyed that. And then uh, he goes, he's not the best pinball player, but he'll admit that (laughs) and it doesn't matter. And I'm like, okay, apparently it's okay that you, that I suck at pinball as long as I admit it. The benefit to watching this is your confidence in your own play goes (laughs) sky high. Yeah. If you want to feel better about yourself, watch this guy. It's the quality and the entertainment. Yeah, and hey, I'll 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 try my best to do that. Skills coming, okay. I'm 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 learning. It's coming. It's it's slow, but it's coming. So, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, that was that was quite nice. Um, yeah. So I I got nothing. I think we could wrap it up. Um, does Travis have anything? What does Travis no. bring to this podcast? I mean, Tom. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's me and you. And we make fun of Travis. Don't give him that. That he won't share. yes travis is now you're in a weird spot now travis now that you work for the man you got to keep all your you know your your secrets to yourself all of them all of them yeah they don't tell you all the secrets they all belong to me nowhere else they haven't even told you the wi-fi password yet so no that's true (laughs) all right let's get to plugs uh travis go for it man yeah you guys can listen to me on the uh triple drain pinball podcast right here i mean you can plug your like i don't know i i that's the only thing you. i have to plug right now i, he, <laughs> I, have, I have nothing travis else to plug. works for the pinball company if you 
Google it. I don't know. You can plug <laughs> that. Google it. Got, Google a pinball I, machine. You'll find I, it. Trust me. I literally have nothing else to plug. Okay, that's fine. Uh, All right, fine. You want me to plug other things? Yeah. Uh, Buy a Comfy. We'll have an Amazon <laughs> affiliate link at some point. So yeah, there. Yeah, perfect. Hey, shout out! There was a guy that listened to our 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 episode, and he said, "I have to see a picture of Travis in the Comfy. If you post a picture of Travis to the company, I will uh, in a Comfy. Comf- I will donate." $100 to a charity of your choice. And the guy did it. Travis posted a picture. Nice. And the guy actually, he sent a receipt where he posted, uh, he donated to the to the Lyman uh, Foundation, wow. which which nice. I thought was really, really, really cool. That's so cool. props to that guy. Way to be a man of your word. Yeah. So well done. Uh, but yeah, Tom, plug away, man. Uh, I do this podcast with Travis and Joel. <laughs> Oh, and I also do streaming uh, yeah. on Fox City's Pinball, mainly at District 82, but I do other things as well. Yes. And uh, we're going to have a big tournament coming up uh, June 3rd through the 5th, Friday through Sunday, the triple flip open. So uh, tune in on Fox City's Pinball for that. You'll enjoy it, maybe. Perfect. Yes, yeah, so you do. You do a great job with those streams, Tom. So well Thank done. Um, well, that check those out. So, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and absolutely. Oh man, that guy <laughs> screwed up because now Tom's yeah. going to go in the world's just raging. Yeah. You're on the list, buddy. Uh, You're on the list. Joel <laughs> made it. Sixty-three other yeah. players are going to be like shit. Yeah, Joel made it top five, and he can't even play Rush. Come on, yeah. Um. Yes, and feel free. Obviously, check out Tom this week and root him on from afar as he as he plays in World. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And um, yeah, my name is Joel. Uh, I do uh, the pinball. Ne- I'm part of the pinball network, so I do the pinball network stream on We're Wednesdays. We're all a part of the pinball network. Thanks. You, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You are correct there. Yep. So okay. I do part of the pinball network stream. It's on the pinball network channel. I do Wednesday nights from ten to nine, and then every other week I stream for flipping out. So thank you, Zach and Nicole, for letting me borrow games. So. I can stream them um and yeah that's that so you good travis i'm excellent i'm uh, doing great the, i you know i started this podcast emotionally distraught yeah physically exhausted yeah and now i'm on tom's level i'm so freaking fired up now Let's you still go. you still look awful though yeah <laughs> that <fair>. hasn't changed <laughs> That's fair. That's the answer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, well, what can I say about it? I can't defend my looks right now. I'm looking at myself in the camera. I know what I look like, horseman. You're not even uh, wearing a comfy. Though. I'm so disappointed. Because it's, it's hot down here. The more, We're going through like a heat wave. The more of you that you can cover up, the better you're going to look. Uh, I'm just... <laughs> All right. Well, like always, Tom, you've got the last words. Uh, see you at Worlds.